Today on Locked on Rockies, things have been anything but Rocky Mountain High for the Purple Pinstripes in 2023. You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock and Rockies fans, Paul Oden here from the Locked On Rockies podcast, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. We are free and streaming on your favorite streaming service and live on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, where you can be part of the show. We thank you for making us your first listen of the day, and I want to shout out our everydayers, our everyday listeners out there, just like Joel DeGrace and so many more of you. Today on the Lockdown Rockies podcast, we are recapping the first month of the season and looking how the Rockies have found themselves in a situation completely uh, by their own design and their own work. And uh, we'll dive more into that here in just a little bit. But I'm your Rockies fan extraordinaire, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You are in the right spot. Because that's what we do around here. Let's talk about the Colorado Rockies each and every day. Folks, 2023 has been arguably the worst start in franchise history. I don't think, I mean, there's, there's, I, I don't know if that's officially official yet. I think it is. It's got to be pretty close to being, if not uh, the worst stretch of, of April ball that the, the Rockies have played. If, if it's not number one, it's number two. It's very close. And I'd say that this one feels a little worse. I have to, I mean, most of my takes, my thoughts, I mean, we've kind of said this now looking at a month. I mean, I just, I missed the mark. Straight up. It's either that or something incredibly weird and all this other stuff is impacting, you know, is, is and all these other external factors are impacting the Rockies that uh, we, uh, that I missed out on. Uh, the players that I've had faith in, some of them have performed, some of them have underperformed. Uh, the, the team as a whole has uh, completely underwhelmed and has led to a lot of frustrations. I think uh, you should read more. Uh, Danielle Allentuck has been writing some great stuff about the Rockies there in the Gazette and uh, talking about uh, how the Rockies are in this spot because of them, uh, because of their actions, because of their philosophies, because of the way they run their team. The Rockies are in this situation where, the Rockies are on are on DEFCON 5 when it comes to the starting rotation. Uh, folks, here's the deal. Here, here, is, here is the reality that we need to accept and embrace, and the, and the front office needs to do the same. Herman Marquez needs to be shut down for the season. Herman Marquez should not pitch again in 2023, even if it's that limited thing. I would rather the Rockies take so much extra time and give Herman Marquez extra time off to ensure that his arm fully heals. I am it, the signs point to Tommy John. I know that's not what they're saying, but every time we've been led astray by Rockies injury reports, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. It's the joke on Rockies Twitter. I'm seeing a bunch now. This season is a wash. It, it already is a wash. It, it, the, the, you need to embrace that. We've talked about this before. And that starts with ensuring that you give Herman Marquez ample time. Every ounce of recovery that he can get, he should take. 
If you are serious about keeping Herman Marquez in your rotation and continuing to have him lead your rotation, there is no reason to rush him back in a season that has gone terribly and doesn't look to improve anytime soon. The Rockies were, until yesterday's game, outscored 20-5 to by the Diamondbacks at home. The team had lost seven straight games at Coors Field. Everything that's supposed to be working for the Rockies is not. Outside of a couple of bright spots, a few things here and there, some surprising things, which we will talk about. We will get to some positives today. You have to just be... The Rockies don't do enough of just looking in the mirror and accepting things. If you handle this season in the right way, yes, the win-loss total will be bad, but you can be setting yourself up for the future. It makes no sense to, even if Herman's out for six weeks, why risk it? Herman Marquez went on the IL twice with two different arm injuries. There is no reason to have him pitch again in a season where you haven't won 10 games and it's May 1st. The Rockies don't even think about the division. The Rockies are 11 games out of 500. 500. Why? on earth even take the risk. I know Herman wants to be out there and 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 there's plenty of reasons for that absolutely. But you cannot take that risk. You cannot have Herman Marquez suffer something that is going to be long long term. Losing one season of Herman Marquez is a lot better than not knowing what type of Herman Marquez you're going to get from seasons and seasons. There are, I mean, everything is, there are lots of worries, of course, when it comes to surgery and the, and the rehab from that. But if you give Herman the time in a season where you have ample opportunity to provide that time is great. On the flip side, though, the Rockies are facing a situation where they can't really lose Herman Marquez for the season because who is going to pitch for this team? This team doesn't have a deep pitching farm system. When you look at the top Rockies prospects, out of the top 10, only two of them are pitchers, and those two pitchers aren't uh, aren't projected to be playing at the major league level until 2025. You don't see a pitcher that is major, at, at listed at major league level ready for the Rockies until you look at someone like Jeff Criswell. Riley Pint's been throwing the ball well as well. He's not uh, in, the, uh, in the, the top prospects as well. But you don't have a depth of pitchers to pull from from your minor league system. You have Gavin Holwell as well. I mean, there's no options, especially with the injury to Ryan Rollison as well. There is a huge issue here for the Rockies, and it's not going to get better, especially when the Rockies are going to lose Noah Davis now for who knows how long. My other question is, what the heck is going on with the health of the Rockies pitchers? What the heck is going on with the health? I mean, some of this stuff is fluky, sure, but but man, oh man, a lot of injuries, and some of them were random. Yes, absolutely, and and part of the game. But the worst part of 2023 has been the rotation. I think for me, the worst part for the Rockies has been starting pitching, and the worst part about that is. There's not a lot of 
reason or hope or expectation to point to that getting better anytime soon. Senza coming back, sure, great, but Senza also hasn't necessarily been dominant coming after a major injury, and his last start in Albuquerque was awful. <laughs> his rehab start. It's rehab numbers, it's whatever. Totally fine. But again, it's a it's a it's a thing to factor into the return of Antonio Senzatella. I mean, we haven't seen Senza pitch, but again, just like the case is Senza's a fine pitcher, but he's not a dominant pitcher. Career 6.2 war, 39 and 42 win loss, 4.88 ERA career, 672 innings pitched, 447 strikeouts and a whip of one point. Uh, four, four, six. And for the Rockies, uh, before hurting himself, uh, there in 2022, did get 19 starts in for the club, uh, pitching in 92 innings in that time, giving up nine home runs, 23 walks to 54 strikeouts, uh, a whip of 1.690 and, uh, an ER, uh, 52 earned runs there and an ERA of 5.07. And that follows up a 2021 of a 4.42 ERA. Senza can get you innings, sure, pitching 156 of them if he still is able to post injury. Uh, but that, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to help the Rockies. And, and he it's not that like he is a, a dominant force to come up here. But the Rockies are getting them uh, getting him back at an ideal time. The, the Rockies desperately need uh, Senzatella because, like we said, the Rockies don't have a plan for this pitching. And you know what you could have done to get pitching depth and, and add to your pitching? You could have traded. Again, and that, we have to keep bringing this up because there, there's no path to fixing your rotation that doesn't involve trades. And this is the season to trade. We'll talk about players that, might be traded talk about who on the list should be traded talk about more of the 2023 storylines so far here in 2023 coming up in segment number two we'll head into the live chat as well before we do that though if you're looking for a delicious snack but don't want all of the sugar and calories then you need the best tasting protein bar ever built you got to try this. If you're like me and you want to make ha snacking a healthier thing for you and want healthier snacking options, well, guess what? You can get a Built Bar and you don't even have to compromise on taste. Healthy and, and they taste amazing. Built Bar is covered in 100% real dark chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and cookies and cream. I don't know how the science does it, but you can see the macros for yourself. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And Built.com is your place for all built things. But guess what? Your local Walmart or Sam's Club is going to get you covered they got you covered with your specialty flavors they're uh available at built.com and uh you also can uh find all of your favorites there at uh walmart and sam's club check out built.com grab a built bar you'll thank me later also brought to you by better help better help is uh, an option for you when you're looking to help yourself out and you know what we all need a little help sometime because it's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need for yourself. This is where BetterHelp is helpful for you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime 
for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOnMLB. That's BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast, free streaming on your favorite streaming service. All you need to do is make sure you're subscribed to the Locked On Rockies podcast. Make sure that you are part of the Locked On Rockies YouTube community, just like Lux Ace, Joel DeGrace, and Rock's Hot Takes are. Dive into the live chat here right now. Let's take a look here. Uh, at Rock's Hot Takes says, first month has been bad. Hitting, bad. Runner left on, bad. Bullpen, worse. The only plus is when the kids are called up, there was slight improvement. Got to disagree with you there. Parts of the bullpen have been very strong. Arguably, I would say uh, there are outliers, certainly. But if you are going to look for what is the overall strength of the Colorado Rockies currently, you would say your bullpen pitching arms. Uh, you know, Suter, Lawrence, Johnson. I mean, there uh, there are certainly Rockies bullpen arms that are not doing good uh, whatsoever. But there are interesting pieces in this Rockies bullpen and others that are woof. I mean, I have swung and missed on Denilson Lamette. Uh, I thought he was going to be much better this this season, but uh, I, Brent Suter looking to be a, a a very sneaky good pickup for the Rockies here. Joel DeGrace says this month was proof that we have some good players, but the team has deep issues that are systemically broken from long-term mismanagement. Agree with that. I don't think you, there's, there's no bubbling excitement. There's no kind of feeling that you got when you saw Arenado a couple of times and, and the team that was going out on the field mixed with Trevor's story. That's not where we feel right now. It still feels like the Rockies are at square one post Arenado trade where it comes to where you want to take this team and rebuild. And it something is really weird because we keep getting strong Albuquerque performances and nothing there. Aloris Montero is looking good down there, though. So uh, be on the lookout for that. I hope Zeke can continue what he did yesterday. At least we have Grichik back, though, from Lux Ace. Zeke's looking good. Zeke is looking more like the player. Uh, I think Patrick, uh, Patrick Lyons or Patrick Saunders, I can't remember which Patrick tweeted about it, uh, saying that uh, great, some good uh, promising stats. Zeke has definitely looked much better. Lots more extra base hits. Uh, looks like a little more energy. I think he just feels a little bit more comfortable in his role as being the Rockies' starting shortstop. Uh, still a lot of progress that he wants to make, I'm sure, but... It's now, I think, it's it's a little more routine. It's his job. You know what I mean? It, it's not the, the the shock and awe of I'm the starting shortstop now for the Colorado Rockies pro baseball. It's it's time for me to handle business. He almost made a, another beautiful diving stop uh, there yesterday. Um, I, Ezekiel Tovar, lots to be encouraged by, uh, and, and certainly one thing to keep your eye out uh, there for the Rockies. Um, let's see. We Luxace uh, adds to that we definitely should give him on time because last year they were trying to push KB to heal faster when he was good to play. Played three games back on the IL. Herman comes back from the IL. Thought everything was cool. Different arm injury. It's a very very simple uh, simple thing. Uh, let's see. Joel DeGrace says our minor league roster has hope and bright spots, but no immediate saviors. I think that's a very, uh, very good point and follows up with sends is a good fourth or fifth rotation pitcher at best of times. We got to maintain exceptions here. Absolutely. Yeah. And now we got some, uh, we got some great, uh, 
uh, we got some uh, people giving their live or their trade talks there because how do you fix 2023? How do you make 2023 not a mess? I You really don't. I, I don't necessarily sit here and think that unless the Rockies last night unlocked their offense, uh, they're going to lose a lot of ballgames. I, I think it's just becoming more and more clear that the, the injuries have mounted to a point where this team is just I just not not at a recoverable point, especially when you're seeing teams that are going to start really ramping things up uh, here through the month of May and especially into June. I mean, if it's another brutal month for the Rockies, then it's then it's truly over and the Rockies have no reason to stick with what's working, especially when you look at some of the contracts and the veterans of the Rockies have signed. Does it make sense to keep Ryan McMahon still if it's not working out the way you're hoping for in terms of his production or the Rockies winning? No, it doesn't. You can get good value for Ryan McMahon. You can get some pitchers and some and some some high major minor league pitchers to to start beefing up to what should be another way. The, what you're hoping for is strong prospect play that comes in where the Rockies have an abundance of good players that they developed. That's just not where the pitching staff is right now. So you got to bolster that. And a trade of Ryan McMahon, CJ Crone, uh, even getting up there. I mean, if Brent Suter continues to throw well, like you have to consider that as teams look for bullpen options. Uh, any Rockies player, not named Charlie Blackman, that is a veteran on this team, should be a candidate for trade. I mean, because it's it's, it's why what what is your hopes? I need the Rockies to stop with the lying of the, we think we're competitive. We know we're competitive. We're just underperforming. I really hope that this season, especially if it continues at this pace, becomes a look at yourself, a reflection moment for Momfort and the Rockies and for Schmidt as well. It simply does not make any sense to be this bad. And if you continue to be this bad up into the trade deadline to stick with the same team. You should use the second half of the season to get opportunities for all these players that you're hopeful for in the future and see what happens, including maybe taking a, ch a risk on some of these pitchers. Maybe they they have strong springs at, at, at you know or, or or summers, and they can come up and just get some time. It doesn't matter if the Rockies finish with 60 wins, 62 wins, 64 wins, 58 wins. I mean, all of those numbers don't mean anything. If you're not going to meet the high to mid 80s threshold, that is going to be the wild card. You can you are the same team. You finish in the same spot at that record as other teams that are just middling. And the Rockies love to middle. This isn't a situation where you can middle. This is a situation where things are bad and they aren't getting better unless you take the necessary steps to actually do the rebuilding. As much as the Rockies don't want to admit it, this is a rebuild moment. And by continuing to send out the same team after the trade deadline of an unsuccessful season is not the, the mindset of a draft and develop team. It's lunacy. So will the Rockies make these moves? I don't think so. <laughs> I can't sit here with any confidence feeling that the Rockies are going to make any of these trades because I really, as you heard in our crossover episode, I think Ryan McMahon to Seattle is a slam dunk. Colton Wong ain't working out over there. They have things that they can figure out. Ryan McMahon can, he might not, maybe it's a, it hasn't to go back to play second base is a different story, but Mariners got farm depth. 
Ryan McMahon can play in the infield for any team in the league and be a starter. CJ Crone is a power bat that teams would love to have as a DH or for a serviceable first base option. Jonathan Daza can be an interesting option. I saw that in uh in the in the in the chat. Is there any point if a team's interested in Randall Gritchick and will send you another draft pick, why hang on to Randall Gritchick? It is just there is just no option. And Luxay says, don't we have money to spend in free agency? Yes, but they don't. They won't. Uh, they're too busy paying the Cardinals Nolan Arenado to, to, to play Nolan Arenado. And they're too busy playing paying Chris Bryant. I mean, they signed up for that. And Lux, uh, you will not see Chris Bryant play third base. <laughs> you will you will see Chris Bryant play first base before you see Chris Bryant play third base. That is, uh, I don't think he he himself has uh, stated that he is uh, not play. He has no interest in playing third base. Uh, but again, Chris Bryant's probably not going anywhere, and I really don't think the Rockies would do anything with Chuck. I think they really believe. Uh, that you know, Chuck Chuck is a Rocky for life. They want to make sure that Chuck finishes his career in Colorado. But when you go around the infield, if Mike Mustakis is playing well, if Crone is still swinging, if any of your veteran players are performing, you need to trade and improve, or else what? I mean, there's there's no light on the horizon right now, especially for this rotation. There are a couple of bright spots. There are a couple of things that we should be encouraged by. A couple of signs of late, some some recent performances. Let's talk positive about the Rockies, like we like to do sometimes around here. Uh, but things are dire for the Colorado Rockies here, and not getting any easier as the Rockies open up the season uh, against some uh, against the Brewers, the Mets. And the Pirates coming up now here. Next three series for the Rockies. So three tough uh, teams coming up here for the Rocks. Let's talk about some positive, including one player that uh, I was not confident in, but has uh, turned out to be one of the Rockies' bright spots one month in. Uh, But that's not a reason to get overly excited. But I read something today that I liked and I'm encouraged by hearing about the approach and the mindset of this player. Let's talk about that coming up here in segment number three. But before we do that, got to tell you about our friends at eBay Motors. eBay Motors for a championship team. It's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. 
This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service and live on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show and be one of our everyday listeners, just like at Rocks Hot Takes, just like Stefano Sanchez, Joel DeGrace, and lots, lots more. Folks, Elias Diaz, huh? Elias Diaz is fun. Elias Diaz is a bit frustrating when you saw how much the Rockies had to count on him as the big enforcer power thing. And and, and when they're, they're doing the same type of thing this year with where they're putting him in the lineup, but he's continuing to swing the bat well. And I read a nice piece. Uh, if you don't get it, it's, it's not always uh, the most things. Uh, the, the the it's not it's not the most hard hitting stuff sometimes in the Rockies beat you know I, I think Thomas Harding sometimes just does does do the criticism but also sometimes uses the uh, the the Rockies beat to kind of give you a look inside the uh, the team and the clubhouse which which I appreciate as well even with the uh, the struggles wanted to read a piece uh, a part of the piece here for you Diaz has been the Rockies best offensive player during their nightmarish nine and twenty start his three twenty one batting average and eight forty four OPS exceeded uh, exceed expectations and his six doubles and two home runs are in line with the occasional power Diaz has flashed since joining the Rockies in twenty twenty. The early portion of 2023 is a step forward from Diaz's slow starts the last two years. A key reason for the turnaround is heeding valuable offseason advice. After realizing that pressuring himself to justify his contract led to last year's first-half struggles, Diaz sought a better mindset. During the offseason and since the season begun, Diaz has regularly talked to a friend from his native country, Venezuela. Diaz declined to name the friend but described him as not a psychologist or psychiatrist, but one who he can talk to about life, about everything. The key is not biting off more than what's on his plate at a given moment. I love that. Exact mindset to have if you are a player like Elias Diaz. We know what he's capable of, especially at the catcher's position. It's a tough position, and I have been critical of Elias Diaz here. But when I hear Elias Diaz think like that, have that type of approach, that encourages me. And then you see that it pays off because... I think so often, including in his swing sometimes, Elias Diaz tries to bite off more than he can chew and go too big and too in too much in the moment. Now, instead of this, uh, you know, instead, he's been able to go out and really put some good at-bats together and throw some thump behind the ball and someone that uh, has been really encouraging. And it's nice. I saw in the live chat too, when you have a healthy Chris Bryant, those two can work as a nice combo. And C.J. Crone, when he hits the ball, <laughs> hits the ball pretty well. Those are some nice pieces and a nice way for the Rockies to score. We saw in the finale against Arizona the possibilities of this Rockies offense. If the if the team does line up hits together and what they're capable of, there are some intriguing bats in the lineup and certainly capable of, of finally putting up those runs. But Diaz, the biggest thing there, change in the mindset, starting the season off better than he thought better than we expected and contrary to the usual way his career trajectory goes uh so far so those are all great improvements now also long season love to see how love to see Elias keep it going throughout the the season and and it's and it's again 
it's a catch. Catching is very difficult, so you know we'll we'll keep that in mind, especially if he's continually able to flex the power. Uh, another positive note, at least of uh, uh, at least in the last two starts, and, and there's some things. Austin Gomber has looked sharp now uh, in his past two, in his last two starts. Uh, doesn't get uh, out of the way of everything, and not necessarily building a ton of confidence. Uh, those still hasn't. Still doesn't have that dominant uh, pitcher feel that I'm kind of hoping for with with some of the Rocky starters, but one run over the last two uh, appearances for Austin Gomber, striking out uh, seven in there, uh, and uh, with uh, the the five walks still the issue there, but only allowing three hits there. A, a nice back, uh, you know, a, a good bounce back improvement from Gomber though uh, for after the uh, nightmarish start in that especially bad start in Pittsburgh. Again, another player where you're like, love it. Let's see more of it. Let's see this continue. We we touched on it briefly as well. Ezekiel Tovar is starting to uh, to show the signs and show flashes of things to be really, really, uh, um, really, really encouraging signs for Ezekiel Tovar. Would like to see more. And A. Luis Montero is uh, hitting the ball really well down in AAA, so that th- they might bring the call up there. And it was great, hopefully, to see uh, Crone break out of the slump and, and get something consistent. But good point, Joel DeGrace. It, it does put into perspective, I think, uh, with Austin Gomber. And, and I think I hope that when in my coverage and criticism of Gomber, I've tried to recognize the tough situation it is and how he got here. Um, but unfortunately, that still doesn't take away from having to uh, uh, to you know take a look and, and be critical of the play as well. Uh, Luxe says, "When do we? Uh, when do I think uh, the Rockies will be a playoff team? I don't know. I, uh, they are at minimum three seasons out, unless this is a team that says in the off season we are drastically changing things, bringing people in, and trying to beef up the pieces that we really believe in. Uh, I, look at the Diamondbacks. That's a team that's on the rise. That's a team doing things right. It's not perfect. Not everything's there." But they are playing the new era of the new style, the new era of baseball. They're scoring runs. They have interesting young guys. They have possibilities to get to, to trade and get better at the deadline in the long run. That is not the Rockies. If you want to look at teams that are on the rise, the Rockies are not a team. That follows that. Folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Lockdown Rockies. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Great live chat today. Here's hoping for a better second month of the season for the Colorado Rockies. And uh, But guess what? We'll be breaking it all down for you right here on the Locked on Rockies podcast tomorrow. Uh, we'll be giving you a little bit of a look at the Brewers series and talking more Rockies baseball, continuing to see uh, what they do. I want to keep focusing in on, on ways that the Rockies can improve and highlighting some of the surprising storylines that have kind of gotten lost in the mix as well. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. You can be part of the show by checking out the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel, subscribing, and being part of the live chat, just like Joel Grace Lux, Ace, Stefano Sanchez, at Rocks Hot Takes, and so many more. Folks, until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked on Rockies podcast.